energy philosopher and author Alex Epstein joins me to discuss why America's leaders must adopt an energy freedom policy to ensure we have the fuel we need to grow our families and communities. I'm Sarah Carter. On the latest Sarah Carter Show, I'll also break down a whistleblower report that claims the FBI, listen to this, has voluminous evidence of Hunter Biden's crooked actions in Ukraine and China. Follow the Sarah Carter Show wherever you get your podcasts. Did you know the tart cherries are an important superfood? When it comes to promoting metabolic health, they are a powerhouse. But if you're not looking to chug two cups of tart cherry juice a day, you need to know about new tart cherry gummies. Tart cherry gummies from the makers of Super B Tart Chews are an easy way to reduce inflammation from exercise, and they support immune health. Just two tart cherry gummies are the antioxidant equivalent of 16 ounces of tart cherry juice or 100 cherries. They're vegan, non-GMO, they have zero sugar, and are simply delicious. Tart cherry gummies come with a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Try them risk-free for 90 days and see how you feel. If you don't love them, send them back, no questions asked. Right now, you can get up to 35% off Tart Cherry Gummies plus free shipping at buytartcherry.com Dana. This is their best offer available anywhere. That's buytartcherry.com Dana for up to 35% off Tart Cherry Gummies. Buytartcherry.com Dana. Last one, just if President Biden keeps going to the petroleum reserves when there are energy problems, is he giving up on his campaign pledge to end fossil fuel? So I want to be very clear on that piece. Um, You know, there is no shortage of opportunity or incentive for oil companies to ramp up production. We've made that clear. Oil companies are ranking in record profits, as we have seen. They have showed it themselves. We've seen it ourselves, while more than 9,000 approved drilling permits remain untapped by the oil industry. At the same time, U.S. oil production is up and on track to reach a record high this year. Again, a record high. In fact, the United States has produced more oil in President Biden's first year uh, than under the Trump administration's first year. Hmm. Yeah, well... Yeah, it's about refining it. I'm so tired of having the same conversation over and over again every day. Yeah, it's about refining. Let's talk about refineries the next day. Let's talk about refineries the next day. Let's talk about refineries. Because these people refuse to learn how any of this stuff works. It's frustrating. I can't stand when people don't do what they're supposed to do. Welcome back to the show. First hour here on a glorious Thursday. What's the temperature in Texas today? Dana Lash with you. It's finally seven. It's 70 degrees. Is it 70? I legit was about straight the heck up to build a fire. 72? Huh? 72. Yeah. What's it, but what was the low? It was like negative 50 or something this morning. It was 50, yeah. Negative 50. That's too cold. Negative. I want global warming. You'll have to forgive me. I've got major technical difficulties with our wires here. Uh, where it's like sound is going in and out for me. Uh, I When it's 50 degrees outside. That's too cold. I want global warming. Screw all the animals. I want to be warm. I want to be able to wear shorts outside in January. It's all about me. Let's be real. So good to be with you this uh, this Thursday. And that was Corinne Jean-Pierre. Another, there's no shortage of opportunity. Kind of there is, especially when you, again, the first week that Biden was in the White House, he decides to immediately scrap Keystone and then he slow walks and strangles all the permitting and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, over and over and over again. That's what we hear every time. This this is um, 
Yeah. Do you know she couldn't name his top domestic priority? Yeah. Audio somebody at 11. Listen to this. She was asked. They have no idea what they're doing. It's scary. Listen. Is President Biden's top domestic priority now? Is it inflation or is it abortion? The president's going to continue to talk about issues that matter to the American people. And abortion is one of them. Majority of the American people uh, disagree with the decision that uh, that the Supreme Court made, the Dobbs decision. That is a majority of the people uh, disagreed with that. When it comes to the economy, even the president has made it, it very, very clear. When it comes to inflation, it is the, his number one economic priority. You know what I would have said? I would have been like, can you actually tell me what it is that you disagree with? And by they, I mean you. What you disagree with from the decision. Can you specifically, can you articulate what it actually is? Because she can. They don't even, they don't even know. It just goes back to the states. That's all that is. It's, that's, there's nothing else to it. And they don't, by the way. How many times do I, how many, one of the surveys that I'm citing for you, these are not like, you know, it's Fox News and your local church came out with a new search. It's not that. It's like they're, it's it's CNN or New York Times or something. It's That's what's got Democrats scared about this. Because it's not just conservative entities that are reporting this. These are, you know, mainstream legacy press entities that are reporting this stuff. And they, they're absolutely, they're terrified about it because they're like, oh my gosh, we've, we talked about this yesterday. They overplayed their hand on it. And it, you just look like you just don't care. It just looks like you don't care about what people are facing. I don't know, man. Just, just wild. Just wild. All right, I have a couple of other things I want to get to. There's a, there's a lot. I got a lot of weird headlines for you today, too. And I, normally, I don't also pay attention to what happens over in Britain. But I do if I think it affects us. So we're going to talk about some of their shakeups and all of this stuff as, as all of this stuff as well. Uh, this the other thing that I saw that I wanted to touch on. I feel like AOC is having a really really hard time. Mm, mm-hmm. Uh, did you say awe? Yeah. No, no awe. No. Yeah, you didn't hear the sarcasm. She no. She was. Uh, she had a town hall. And it, it apparently not a lot of people showed up and the ones that did hated her. Uh, there were progressive members of her community. They were progressive who showed up and they heckled her. They mocked her. Um, there were, they were also protesters of color who were pro- and she it was so cringe. She they were chanting AOC uh, has to go. Our AOC got to go, and she decided to dance to it. And she's sitting there. The whole audience is doing it. She has such a hateful look on her face, too. She decided that she was going to dance to it while they did it. And so she takes a drink of water, and she's, like, glaring at all of them. And she, I mean, she was not happy. She kind of had a meltdown at this town hall. And so they're saying AOC has to go. AOC has to go. I mean, it's a whole room of these protesters that are like her voters. And she's just so disrespectful. She sits up on the stage and she just dances to it. It's just, it's so cringe. She's like the Meghan Markle of politics. 
I'm just, you know, just saying. She's like the. That's kind of what it kind of what it is. So this they said that uh, this is in Queens. This is last night. So this is the second town hall that she's had where they've booed her and and her i mean these are not these aren't like conservatives that showed up these are the people that showed up are uh they are uh you know her actual progressive voters they're they're, that these it's just it's something else so you have to bear with me here i've got sometimes i have sound sometimes i don't it's these wires it's just i know it is what it is you just gotta roll with it so if you see me messing with stuff on the simulcast I, I can't get off camera. It's the simulcast of the nationally syndicated radio show. It is what it is. So you'll, you might see me messing with them just so I can make sure I can hear when we have audio and I can hear our cues and all that stuff. So this uh, latest, as I was saying, the latest with, 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 with what's going on in Britain. So Liz Truss is already out. She was prime minister. You probably weren't even aware that Boris Johnson was gone, maybe, and they had a new prime minister. She quit after just... 44 days and i think what they were what they were getting ready to do is they were going to have well they were having austerity cuts and she they were trying to you know get get things situated because they had were facing an energy crisis and so now the tories it's the party they're kind of the conservative party they said that their new prime minister they might have a new prime minister some people were talking about whether or not boris johnson was going to be it and whether he was whether he was going to be the new but he's he there were a lot of scandals surrounding his office and some of it i thought was dumb some of it related to the lockdown stuff which i thought if you're if you thought that people should have been locked down then maybe then maybe you would have been one of those individuals that thought it was enough of a scandal but so there's uh there's a i i'm not going to get into cuz i i mean I, it doesn't affect me so much as I feel like they're kind of having an identity crisis and I want a conservative party in charge of British Parliament because that is an ally and you have to consider how to work with allies, especially if you're going to need uh, someone to stand with against Russian aggression and weaponizing energy as a way to uh, weaken Europe and weaken European allies. And so that's that is why I'm concerned and why I care about what's happening over there 44 days though Whew. 44 days she re- announced her resignation this morning that's like they they said it's the shortest serving premier ever and at least in modern and modern politics they said she had she promised tax cuts and she wanted economic growth and a rejection of treasury orthodoxy and they said that her plans were kind of derailed by the death of the queen and then it was uh that ended up now she's resigning and there's a couple of i mean there are people in the running for it but they're kind of they are having a little identity crisis i also think that the austerity cuts were a little too much for some people but you have to do that i mean if when you have the insane level of spending that you have and that's what a lot of governments chose to do after these lockdowns. I mean, you know, you gotta, you, you have to be able to kind of tighten the reins elsewhere. Money doesn't just come out of the ether. So that is um, whether or not he, I don't think Boris Johnson's going to come back. I just don't think he is. And I also don't think, I know that some of the, some conservatives love him. He was a moderate. I hope people realize this because there were certain things that he had said that I was like, really, you know, like you really guy. So, uh, 
I, I don't know. I just don't think that he's going to be because he had a lot of the cabinet ministers that went that went against him. And as a result of that, that's into why he ended up being toppled, uh, why he ended up being run out of number 10 Downing Street's because he had a number of his own inner party members that were going against him. So as because of that, there's no way that he's I, that's why I just don't think he's going to they're going to reinstate him. It's not going to happen. But Liz Truss, though, remember when. Uh, after the death of the queen, I had made mention she wanted to uh, slow down and stop totally the transition to green. Remember all of this? And she was going to reopen coal plants and she was all this. She she had expanded and unleashed uh, drilling in their north and their northern shores. And so she was doing some really good things to make uh, Britain energy independent. And in fact, that's what she said, that she wanted to be on the road. What was it like 2040, 2045? She wanted uh Britain to be an energy independent, the UK to be energy independent. And um, that there was some pushback from the greenies on that. And then, of course, with that came some austerity cuts and uh, they immediately started having opposition within the Tories. So uh, we'll see. We'll keep an eye on that because I do I, I don't want the last thing that you want to have happen is for an ally to be so strong on being energy independent and kind of telling Russia to stick it. And then helping out, you know, whether it was Germany and France as well, working with them to get, be, to get them off of the hook of Russian energy. You don't want you don't want to have that compromised. So it definitely does come down to that. We have more to come as we start off uh, this Thursday uh, and barrel towards headlines. Our headline segment here coming up. Folks, stop overpaying and let Recoil Gunworks be your go-to for ammo. This is a great Indiana-based company. And it was actually created in a small basement in 2013. Small Midwest town in their basement. And uh, family-owned, they think like us. And they're really known for, over at Recoil Gunworks, their web-based firearms, ammo, and accessories retailer. They're really known for their police trade-in guns in great shape. They pick them, including the firearms, the lights, the sights, the scopes, tasers, and more. You can buy now, pay later, no interest. And at Recoil Gunworks, they have very, very competitive pricing. Super easy to use website as well. Just visit recoilgunworks.com slash Dana. You can search for whatever you need by caliber, weight, application. You can look for brands like Winchester, Federal. Uh, vast majority of the country, by the way, has no restrictions on receiving ammo and they will note you know they have it all up there very helpfully on their website ammo shipped to your door where legal and they explain that including illinois new jersey and connecticut you need to see the frequently asked questions on that and check the product restrictions page for further state law requirements and restrictions visit recoilgunworks.com slash dana today to get you a full list of products and use code dana to get free shipping on your next order whether you need it in the woods or on the range recoil gunworks gets it there fast and once you make your first order it won't be the last use code dana right now to get free shipping at recoilgunworks.com slash dana and now all of the news you would probably miss it's time for dana's quick five brought to you by caltech well they're remaking they're not remaking it's like a i guess it's a sequel to a christmas story now before you get upset because this is one of my favorite movies of all time it's actually Ralphie is back and he it's the same guy. It's Peter Billingsley. He is Ralphie. He's an adult Ralphie who goes back to his childhood home with his own kids. 
Fun fact, Peter Billingsley, the guy who was Ralphie, is like actually like really good friends with Vince Vaughn. I don't know if you knew that. Uh, he's been making movies in L.A. for you know a long time. A lot of stuff with Vaughn, too, I think. But I think he's been in the production aspect of it. But it's been 40 years, though. Ralphie Parker is going to be back, A Christmas Story. And there's... I mean, this, it's, I'm really excited. It's going to be November 17th. It's going to be on HBO Max. It's a Christmas story Christmas, is what they call it. It's going to be on HBO Max November 17th. So, just FYI, that's going to be very, very excited about that. So, you have something to look forward to. Uh, also, let's see here. This, Sweden's new government scraps their feminist foreign policy. I don't know why they had to have something like that in the first place. They said Sweden's new right-wing government said Tuesday that it was ditching the country's pioneering feminist foreign policy launched by the left-wing group in 2014, saying the label could be counterproductive. The new foreign minister announced the move just moments after the prime minister presented his new government backed by far-right Sweden Democrats. That sounds weird. Uh, but the foreign... Who cares? It's foreign... Fe- I don't care enough. I don't care. Sweden, I don't care. Uh, RFK's grandson, Connor Kennedy... Reveals he secretly fought in Ukraine despite having no military experience and he was willing to die there, but only told one person his real name. I just find that to be weird. You wouldn't do it here, but you'd go over there. Just, you know. I know that they were looking for backpats and all that, right? Isn't that usually what what they do that? Uh, Also, bread prices have skyrocketed as inflation grips Europe. Super high elevated costs of flour, nuts, and eggs, even electricity. They're forcing bakers to increase their prices and cut their production. Uh, they said inflation, it's high like that everywhere. Inflation is brutally, brutally high. Uh, also, let's see, this, uh, I, Iranian state media is now going after Britney Spears. I th- Like they don't have enough problems right now. This is the latest uh, coming in. They said that they're apparently they've decided that the, that the state sponsored media group, they've been trying to drown out celebrity support for Iranian protesters. And so their Islamic Republic news agency is now looking, focusing on state propaganda that is pushing back against U.S. celebrities who have been uh, indicating support for the Iranian women protesters, and we've talked a little bit about that. Uh, But, yeah, they said that they want to drown out the support for the nationwide protests, and so now they're going after people and having propaganda around people like Britney Spears and others. Oh, my goodness. Overwhelmed by 20,000 migrants, New York City opens their first tent shelters. They got their tent city, literally called Eric Adams Tent City in New York, but they makeshift centers to host an influx of tens of thousands of people who entered the country illegally. And it's going to be in Randall's Island. It's going to provide food and water and medical care, all kinds of stuff. They have a 10 p.m. curfew. I'm just sure, I'm sure that people will abide by the curfew. Stick with us. we got a lot more in store back after this. Rights, immigration, foreign policy, and marriage. Folks, these subjects are a big part of political dialogue today, and we talk about them often on my show. They're at the heart of so many campaigns this election. But what did our founding fathers say about these issues? We've moved so far from the founders' understanding of government that you'll be surprised by their answers. Right now, my favorite college, Hillsdale College, has the best way to learn about the founders' deep and wise insights into human nature. Join Hillsdale professors Thomas West and David Azarad as they explore the thoughts and ideas of America's founders in Hillsdale's newest free online course, The Real American Founding, A Conversation. 
So what are you waiting for? The midterm elections are right around the corner, and you need to understand the founders' thoughts about the pressing issues of their and our time. Visit DanaForHillsdale.com to watch the trailer video of The Real American Founding, a conversation, and sign up for this new, completely free online course. That's DanaForHillsdale.com. DanaForHillsdale.com. Listen to The Dana Show live on the Odyssey app, weekdays, noon to 3 p.m. Eastern Time. In Georgia, the president's endorsed candidate for governor, Stacey Abrams, is suggesting that one one way to mitigate the effects of inflation is to get an abortion. Does President Biden agree? Uh, I did not see her comments on this, so I don't know the context of this. Again, I want to be careful because this is a political debate, uh, and it, it's related to a midterm and election. Uh, so I, this is, I'm not going to comment on that. Oh, well, normally you would any other time, but just now she doesn't want to comment on it because it's, it is unfor- it's, it, it's, it's disadvantageous for her. Super, super interesting. Welcome back to the program. Dana Lash here with you, bottom of our first hour. And as you know, yesterday, Stacey Abrams getting a lot of flack for that ridiculous remark. Super ridiculous. And it's hurting Democrats because they went so hard on this and they didn't realize at any point that, oh my gosh, we're actually going to have to discuss at what point we believe there should be any kind of limitations. And they sort of argued themselves into a corner. And now they've... I, I now I don't know what they're going to do, but they've got to answer it at some point. I they, I mean that's and this and it's just it's not what is attra- it's not what's attracting voters. It's not attracting voters at all, unfortunately for them. So I want to make sure that we're hitting uh, a couple of things. We've been I've, we got a whole bunch of energy and uh, uh, a whole bunch of uh, domestic uh, a lot of responses from the White House because they've been addressing the issue of oil and this is after. Uh, uh, Joe Biden's remarks yesterday saying that we, we should have more domestic uh, production, but you know can't at all whatsoever slow out or slow down our uh, uh, whole uh, green transition. But you're not going to it's he's he's not hasn't done anything at all whatsoever to expedite the permitting process. Remember, that was the bait and switch that they did, although I don't think it was. I think that Manchin knew it was going to happen the entire time. But that was the bait and switch that they did, apparently, to get Manchin involved, his support of that tax bill. Speaking of the tax bill, inflation now is causing the IRS to raise tax brackets, the standard deduction by 7 percent. Agency implemented uh, adjustments to key tax code parameters for 23. And so, according to the Wall Street Journal, they've, adux- they've adjusted key tax code parameters for 2023 to reflect higher inflation, revi- raising the standard deduction and the income thresholds where tax rates take effect. So, the 37% top marginal rate is going to apply to individual income above 578000 married couples income above 690000 next year. Those thresholds go up 7% from 2022. And the standard deduction is going to climb to 27 for married couples and 13 for individuals, both up about 7% from this year. But there's still caveats to that. I don't think that the Wall Street Journal gets into the whole piece of it because they said, oh, well, you'll be able to shield more of your earnings from income taxes. Actually, no, you won't. Not according to what was laid out in the infl- the tax bill that they talk about, uh, the inflation bill. Uh, they, You actually won't be. They said the maximum contribution to the healthcare flexible spending account 
that's going to climb. That's only going to climb like what a hundred and like fifty dollars, two hundred dollars. That that'll climb just a little bit, depending on your bracket. It's it's just. I mean, why are we? I can't even believe the audacity of them even of of them even talking about. They shouldn't even be taking taxes at this point. After the lockdown, why are we still paying anything? Because you didn't get any return on your services. <sighs> so I'm telling you what. Uh, a couple of other things I want to make sure that we are getting into. Uh, oh, man. So my friend uh, Stephen Gutowski, who writes about uh, guns, and I've known Stephen for a really long time. He is now, he's doing some... Um, he got hired by CNN. At, he's like a token at CNN now, but he's he's uh, talking about firearms. And I, Stephen and I don't agree on everything, uh, but uh, he's he were doing some stuff with CNN on guns, and it's made the Michael Bloomberg people really mad. So the Shannon Watts lady, who has made her na- try to make her name off of me, which I'm very flattered about my you know my my ability to create people in their industries. She used to be Watts used to be. Uh, she used to do PR over at Monsanto. She was never a stay-at-home mom, ever. Uh, I've been a stay-at-home mom. She's never been a stay-at-home mom. But she used to do PR over at Monsanto. She defended them uh, and defended their weed killer. Remember the whole roundup, roundup controversy and litigation? So her job was to attack families who had bad experiences with their Monsanto's weed killer. And she would go out and attack and smear families. That's like her M.O. And so she ended up getting hired by Bloomberg. He created the Moms Demand Group and bought the domain. There's like receipts all over. I mean, you can go and see. It's not like it's hidden. He created the domain. He did all of this. And then he hired her. So she concocted the story of her never working and her only ever staying at home. And then she was just moved by the news about school shootings and she decided to create Mom's Demand, which there's nothing actually that confirms that. Anyway, she has been on a tear. I think she really wants to be a cable news contributor really bad, but she's just doing this job because that's the closest thing that she can get. And she really jealously lashes out at anybody that she believes is in competition with her, her anti-gun advocacy. When like when I was co-hosting, when I was guest co-hosting The View, she like tried to get me kicked off. She's trying to get Gutowski fired from CNN already. She's been on a tear against him for the past couple of days trying to she's been I mean, absolutely. I mean, if I wanted to be a total jerk, although she's not powerful or influential enough to cause me any damages, I could totally go after her for defamation with some of the stuff that she's been saying because it's just been outright lies. She's been trying to. Uh, go after Gutowski for a number of things, including apparently being friends with me, which is fascinating. So I, I had responded like once on social about it because I, he Gutowski messaged me and he was like, I don't know if you've seen it, which I haven't because she just is not important. And he's like, she has been going off on you for two days now because of me. He's like, I'm sorry. And I'm like, I didn't even see it. I don't even told I'm like, she has me blocked. So I'm like, I don't even see it. So I just think that's I find I find that very interesting. I find that incredibly interesting. So she's been very, very, very upset over all of that. But this is kind of goes to show you 
on two-way issue stuff because in addition to talking about tweeting about you know refineries and oil and all of this every now and then biden throws a tweet out where he's like oh i need to we need to reinstate the assault weapons ban which is so dumb the uh, the doj study from 2016 shows that that didn't work a rand institute study shows that it never the assault weapons ban didn't work you're going after the type of weapon that's responsible for the fewest crimes annually i mean fists kill more people than rifles do that's not me saying that that's all of the tabulated crime data from across the united states every single year so it's it it never worked and the original assault weapons ban i will have you know didn't actually ban rifles they say it did but it didn't what it did is it banned anything like three or more cosmetic accessories on a rifle so you couldn't have three different cosmetic things that you could just easily attach on whether it was like a collapsible stock or if you had a you know whatever scope a grip whatever and which is dumb because it doesn't make it perform better it it just shows you that these people had no idea really what they were doing and so they actually want to make it even more strict than the original the assault weapons ban that was allowed to expire they and it had zero effect and by the way, that study came out under when Biden was vice president, that the, the second government study showing the assault weapons ban had no impact on crime at all whatsoever. It didn't reduce anything. In fact, if anything, crime increased because you, you, you have the rod of restorative justice and you have no deterrent. So that coupled with the fact that you're targeting firearms that are not even involved in the crimes that are driving the crime rate, are you, yeah, of course you're going to have crime that increased. It didn't do, it didn't do a single, singular damn thing. And furthermore, Columbine still happened even when the assault weapons ban was still in effect. So it does. It didn't do anything. Um, the, these anyone who who is talking about reducing crime or reducing homicide, and they're not focusing on restored removing restorative justice and and making sure that full penalties are implemented and that judges are actually throwing the full weight of the law on these repeat offenders every single time they go into the courtroom. If they're not doing that, they're not serious about it. They can sit here and talk about banning rifles that they don't understand six ways to Sunday. But that, as it showed in the 90s, it's not going to work. It's not going to do a single thing. But they think that, oh, we're going to make it more strict. And we're going to, instead of just going after the cosmetic features, we're going to go after the rifles themselves. And you're still not going to see anything happen with crime. One of the worst school shootings that took place was done with two Glocks. Virginia Tech. So... It's 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 these people when you look at the when you look at the uh, deterrence, for instance, let's look at the the murderer in Parkland. He's going to be in prison for life. So much for a deterrent, right? Yeah, we gotta pay for that. yeah the victims families have to pay for that with their taxes yeah. They're and their children are going to have to pay for that for the rest of their lives to keep this to keep that scum alive. But, you know, people are really serious about saving lives. They're just not serious enough to make sure that there's a strong enough deterrent to scare people away from ever committing such atrocities again. Please. It's it's what is what what is what's capital punishment for if you're not using it for someone who murdered 14 kids, three adults. What's capital punishment for if you're not using that as a, as a punishment? Sick name. Uh, a couple of other things, as we were telling you, the CDC is voting on. Uh, making the yesterday and today making the uh injections i'm not saying vaccines so i'm trying to think of another word for it for kids part of the 
childhood immunization schedule. It's interesting. The Moderna CEO admitted that coronavirus is like seasonal flu and only the vulnerable people would need to be would need to get jabs. I, I, but again, it's not you're not getting immunity from it. You're, there's no immunity that's been given that's that's being given from it. None at all. If you're like me, you're growing more and more concerned about the future. Inflation is at its highest level in 40 years. Interest rates are skyrocketing and market experts not only predict a recession, but they're using terms like, quote, economic hurricane and unprecedented. So if you want to protect your future, do what I did. Call the only precious metal dealers that I trust, American Hartford Gold. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your savings and retirement accounts by diversifying your portfolio with physical gold and silver. So get started with just one short phone call and they'll have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or inside your IRA or 401k. They're the highest rated firm in the country with an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau and thousands of satisfied clients. Call right now and you'll receive up to $1,500 of free silver on your first qualifying order. Don't wait. Call 866-887-1188. That's 866-887-1188 or text DANA to 9 Nine nine eight eight nine nine. Protect your future with American Hartford Gold. 866-887-1188 or text Dana to 998899. Of all your favorite talk hosts, one of these is not like the others. The Dana Show. Just open to clarify for midterm voters, top domestic issue, inflation or abortion. All important. Unlike you, there's no one thing. It crosses the board. Domestic, ask me about foreign policy too. There's a multiple, multiple, multiple issues. And they're all important. And so, and we ought to be able to walk and chew gum at the same time. You know that all expression. Thank you. Thank you. Inflation or abortion, which is, it's, 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 you know, things. You got to walk and chew gum, chew gum and walk. Good grief. Welcome back to the program. Dana Lash here, bottom of our first hour on this Thursday. Yeah, it's, you got to walk and chew gum at the same time. So the, I have a couple things here. The, uh, so Bubba Wallace was slammed for the statement that he issued. This was after he rammed his car. He got mad. Some, I guess, uh, what was it? Uh, Kyle Larson brushed past him. And so, and then it made Bubba Wallace mad. And so Bubba Wallace ran his car basically into Larson's and there was an accident. And then he tried to attack him after. I mean, he tried to kill a dude. Yeah. I mean, how else are you going to, how's he going to put it? And so he now, he didn't even apologize to Larson. He came out with a statement and he apologized to everybody but Larson. NASCAR and the fans, the racing, Toyota, all this stuff. He did not say anything about Larson at all. I think Bubba Wallace is, he sounds like a D-bag. I got to be real. Wasn't he the guy who didn't know what a garage pulley was and they claimed that there was like a hate crime? Yeah. And then he actually like tried to like murder a guy, try, Ted, Ted Kennedy, Kyle Larson, yeah. and then jumps out of his car and tries to attack him after he was the one that started it. Yeah. But everybody else has the problem. Because everybody, they try to make it like, oh, people have a problem with a black driver. Nobody has a problem with a black driver. People have a problem with whether or not someone's a jerk. Yep. And, 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 and trying to hide behind identity politics to excuse jerk behavior is really just the lowest of the low. That's ridiculous. Well, I don't know why he's got to have a problem with everybody. 
and why he and and he was he apparently was like oh i'm at the he 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 was uh apparently acting like he was you know at the top of a sport and someone said you're ranked 19th bro you're ranked 19th he came out with a statement and uh talking about he competes with immense passion and all of this and uh you know uh how you know that my incredible journey to the top of this great sport he was ranked 19th is what somebody said sean davis my friend over at the federalist said you're a race hoaxing clown and you almost killed another driver on the track i mean that's what he did was super i mean i get other people i think have done this but what gets me is that bubba wallace acts like he is beyond reproach because of identity politics that's kind of the sense that i get that's not inclusive it's kind of a it's it's elitist and and ridiculous and that was not an apology why even don't even apologize if you're not or even go through the maneuvers of it if you're not actually going to apologize Jeez, good grief i I mean it's happened before and people have have done that with their vehicles before with their cars before on the track they get mad all this stuff but i just don't see anyone trying to justify their behavior the way i see him do i wish he'd just stop it and let people enjoy the sport just stop that's all i gotta do just stop good grief now um as it really we're talking a little bit earlier about the uh cdc voting so they're they've decided so the immunization the childhood immunization schedule they're going to i think that it's like they're gonna they're gonna have the states handle it is that them passing the buck or not think yeah in a way yeah because i don't think it should be on the childhood schedule at all i agree at all i don't yeah i agree with you i don't think it should be either it but it is it's it is interesting so they said that they're it would whether or not it's going to be mandatory for kids to have that injection before they attend schools is something that i guess is going to be determined you're going to see a further exodus out of these blue states now at this point that's what you're going to see a further exodus who boy we have uh, more on the way, including Biden's energy dodge. He's saying that it's, you know, he's allowing, guys, he wants the uh, oil and gas. I mean, they just need to stop with the profits and just do what they need to do. I mean, he's making it possible for them to do it. Oh, he's helping them out. Really? You know, he's, yeah, I mean, he's actually saying this. We're going to talk about that. Plus, I have a major, major uh, bunch of uh, info dump. Mid- latest in midterms we're going to d- get into all of that and more second hour on the way stick with us dana lash here for arc seeds there's a growing sense of instability and uncertainty gas housing everyday items are way up uh, food prices have the nation reeling the ability to grow your own healthy food is on almost everybody's mind so this is why i want to tell you about arc seed kits you can visit arc ark arc seed and enter code dana to receive 10 percent off now arc seed kits it's a non-gmo seed company it's family owned and they provide heirloom seeds for 
across the nation for over 13 years. They want to make sure every home in America has the ability to grow and harvest its own food. Now, these are the highest quality heirloom seeds. They arrive in a sustainable container offering long-term and short-term storage. And they also bring seed-saving knowledge and food preparedness to you and your community. You can get seeds for vegetables and herbs. They have 50,000 organically grown seeds in each kit. We're talking corn, watermelon, cucumbers, lettuce, beans, tomatoes, all kinds of stuff. Designed to grow nutrient and calorie-dense vegetables and fruits to sustain any home at any time. So, and they can be harvested and regrown year after year. You guys know how heirloom seeds work, right? Chaz Chop in Portland didn't. So visit Arc Seed Kits and enter Dana to get your 10% discount code and be on your way to food and economic security, helping you and your family and your community. It's a limited time offer. Visit arcseedkits.com, A-R-K, and order your seed kits and save 10% today. Well, I say, first of all, we, we had Republicans say, hey, he needs to do something about gas prices. And then we did something about gas prices. And they're like, well, well, don't do that. So so it's hard for me to take the criticism very seriously. Look, we've had a policy this year of a historic release from the Petroleum Reserve, and it's worked to bring the price of gas down. Is he high? Every damn day I have to address this nonsense. It's enough to make me not want government anymore. I just want to be a full-on anarchist because I just don't care. It's the same stupid people and the same stupid sound bites every stupid day sitting here telling people it worked. It didn't work. It must be nice to have uh, super smooth hands like Ron Klain and never have done a hard day's work in your ever-loving life. Never pumped gas before. Nope. Never have to go to the grocery store. Maybe he's like Fetterman and mommy and daddy handle everything. Maybe they're the ones. Maybe that's why these people are so out of touch. Seems like a common thread with Democrats. You think? I mean, none of these people have any idea what's going on out in the real world. Not a single one of them. Not a one. But oh my gosh, heaven forbid. You know, if you, if you go against, you're going to have one of these weaponized agencies coming after you. Welcome to the second hour of the show. Dana Lash here with you, top of our second hour this Thursday. Now, as you know, I'll be out tomorrow because going to going to do some stuff or going to do some civic duties, going to do some yeah. some uh, fundraising stuff. We'll just put it like that and help some people out. Our, our brother Sergio is uh, going to be in. So we're trying to do it all for Radio America. We're trying to get in there and do it. So uh, in it, so with this stuff, let's look at some of this because the because it, it is a financial crisis and his officials are kind of having to address some of it. I mean, it's weird because yesterday they were saying that the, uh, everything's fine. Uh, Nancy Pelosi had dismissed any kind of concern over the economy, over CPI data, all of it. And all the polling was coming out showing that <laughs> it's bad. Democrats, are it, they look really out of touch when you compare what people are, are, what they're most concerned about. And then you try to match that up with Democrat talking points. It just doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. So it's interesting. The Strategic Petroleum Reserve, that's a whole other mess, a whole other hot mess. Because it's, I mean, it's essentially being plunged into kind of a crisis at this point. I mean, here you have the uh, 
how many, what is he going to, he has 140 something others to release, uh, barrels to release. He's expected to announce yet another depletion of the SPR from the White House under the guise that it's lowering prices for Americans. It's not lowering prices for anybody. Not doing a single thing. More oil from the Strategic Reserve, said one reporter. Seems like a ploy of head of midterms. You think? Wow. Congratulations on using that pink matter in your skull to think. Good for you. Biden Biden says in cut six that this wasn't politically motivated. Should we believe Biden or no? Yeah, let's go ahead and play this. Let's see. It's not politically motivated. It's politically motivated, sir. This no, it's three not. Three weeks before the midterms. Look, it makes sense. I've been doing this for how long now? It's not politically motivated at all. Too long. It's motivated to make sure that I continue to push on what I've been pushing on. And that is making sure there's enough oil that's being pumped by the companies so that we have the ability to be able to produce enough gas that we need here at home, oil we need here at home. He's such a liar. I wish I had liquor in my cup instead of black rifle coffee at this point listening to this guy. You gotta be kidding me. So here he is. This He says it's not political. It's absolutely political. It's absolutely political. I mean, that's God's honest truth of it. It's there. It's plunged to levels, historically low levels, not seen since the early 1980s. And they've been unclear about when they're going to refill it, which just seems to be kind of an important point. You know, you want to know when this is going to be refilled. I remember there was a soundbite from Trump that came in and it was like, I want to say it was back in 2016. And he had said, oh, we're going to top this damn thing off. We're going to listen to this. Listen to this. Audio Sunbite 16. We're going to fill it right to the top. This is what I want to hear. Based on the price of oil, I've also instructed the Secretary of Energy to purchase, at a very good price, large quantities of crude oil for storage in the U.S. Strategic Reserve. We're going to fill it right up to the top, saving the American taxpayer billions and billions of dollars, helping our oil industry and making us even further toward that wonderful goal which we've achieved, which nobody thought was possible, of energy independence. It puts us in a position that's very strong, and we're buying it at the right price. I like to hear that. Not hearing that from this administration, though. Just makes you angrier, right? Because now, what is it? They they could have had they had a chance to buy it at a much lower price, and they jacked around, and now it's going to be cost an arm and a leg. More than ninety percent of Americans are worried about inflation. A new poll shows, and they think that the the majority of Americans think that the economy is going to get worse. A staggering poll shows seventy percent of America seventy percent of voters believe that America is heading in the wrong direction. The majority think that the economy is going to get worse. It is another dire sign for Democrats. Wah, wah. Here's another headline telling you exactly what we all know. I love it how the media is like, oh, by the way, I guess we should have these headlines of things you already know. We've known this for several months now. I mean, you guys and I have sat here and talked about it. They said 10% more respondents say they trust Republicans more than Democrats to handle inflation. Wah, wah. Political morning consult, a morning consult poll that was released yesterday. Of course they do. Plurality of voters survey was taken October 14th to the 16th. Another dire warning for a party that's not going to pay attention because they want to talk to you about vaginas and pronouns. That's all they want to do. Oh my gosh, you're feeling pain at the pump? Why did you have your stupid baby? I mean, that's the problem. 
That's not, don't get mad at me. That's Stacey Abrams who said it. Election denier. Remember, she was robbed. Everything she doesn't get in life, she's been robbed of it. You know, she wasn't handed beauty in life, so she was robbed of it. She apparently wasn't handled, handed good common sense. She was robbed of it. She wasn't, she wasn't handed the gubernatorial race on a silver platter, so thus she was robbed of it. Must be nice going through life trying to excuse all of your shortcomings with you were robbed. No, it's just because you suck as a human. It has nothing to do with nobody took anything from you. You're just a horrible person and you have a horrible appeal. No one wants you in office. Apparently, no one wanted you as a wife and mother either. I, Having children is why you're worried about that's your price horrible. for gas. This is a horrible statement. So I don't feel bad about anything I've said. That's a horrible statement. To blame it, it's not on your policies. It's not on the policies you support, but it's on people with their kids. So what? what is the... I mean, this is some Matrix stuff. This is the people in the pods being harvested by robots logic. This is horrible. This is one of the worst things I've ever heard a politician say. But Democrats, you know how they like to say saying the quiet part out loud. That's what that's what everybody's doing, saying the quiet part out loud here. That's all she did. She just said the quiet part out loud. That's all. So there you have it. Two, and by the way, this survey that I'm sharing with you, 2005 Americans were polled. Uh, it was a pretty even sampling, uh, looking at some of the data from it, pretty even sampling. And they said, uh, when asked about the top priority in deciding who to vote for, 42%, they said, guess what's at the top of the list? Surprise, surprise, economic issues. It, it uh, takes over inflation, gas prices, jobs, taxes, and unemployment. It's The economy is the number one thing. The economy, inflation, supply chain, that is the number one thing. And so this is all we have with that's all that's all we're hearing from the left on this now a few other things there was another poll that was done too a cnbc poll the republican party was up to guess what they're dominant in the economy new cnbc report biden's still underwater democrats trail on economic issues by double digits in an election that's totally dominated by inflation and wage erosion you, but hey talk about abortion some more Go ahead. Go keep talking about it. I'm sure, it's, I'm sure that's a winning issue for you. Sounds great, right? Just keep on talking about the abortion stuff. That's all, that's all people want to hear about, right? Just keep on talking about it. I'm sure it's going to be fabulous. So this, I mean, I, I think he's trying to pivot a little bit on the energy stuff. But, um, you know, this, I don't understand how he, by the way, how they think that draining SPR worked to bring down gas prices. I just have to, it didn't bring down gas prices. It didn't do anything really. It, it, it wasn't even enough to satisfy the supply for a full week. It was like, what, three days? If that, barely three days, something to that effect. And the 15 million that they're proposing now won't do anything, you know, more than a week and a half, if at most. No, it's not going to do anything. Because these people have no idea what they're doing. They don't know what this does. They don't know how many barrels of oil, but can they don't, they don't do anything. This is, you're talking about a guy who took a private jet back to uh, Delaware so he could vote in a race that he could have actually voted for. He could have, you know, gotten the early voting stuff and he could have done all of that already. I'm I, just asinine. Absolutely asinine. So the, from this going into, I got a couple of other things to hit. The, I don't know if you've seen some of this border stuff. Did you know that they changed on Google Maps uh, a portion? There was this spot. That was on the map in uh, New York, and they changed a portion of it to read Tent City. Did you guys see that? 
That was interesting. I want to know who did that because that's I, if if you haven't seen it. So Eric Adams, as you know, on Google Maps, they it shows you where this tent city is going to be. And we're going to talk about this a little bit more. But it's this in New York. They call it the New York City Migrant Center. It's labeled Adams Tent City on Google Maps. Legit Adams Tent City on Google Maps. And it's right there. Oh, that's that's kind of damning. It's a huge area. Oh my gosh, yes. Huge area. So we're going to talk about that. It legit says Adams Tent City. Oh, man. I don't. I don't, nobody knows who did it. Nobody knows it was Google. Nobody knows if it was just, you know, somebody else. Nobody knows who actually did it. So fascinating stuff. We're, we're going to talk about that here. Did you know the tart cherries are an important superfood? When it comes to promoting metabolic health, they are a powerhouse. But if you're not looking to chug two cups of tart cherry juice a day, you need to know about new tart cherry gummies. Tart cherry gummies from the makers of Super B Tart Chews are an easy way to reduce inflammation from exercise, and they support immune health. Just two tart cherry gummies are the antioxidant equivalent of 16 ounces of tart cherry juice or 100 cherries. They're vegan, non-GMO, they have zero sugar, and are simple delicious. Tart Cherry Gummies come with a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Try them risk-free for 90 days and see how you feel. If you don't love them, send them back, no questions asked. Right now, you can get up to 35% off Tart Cherry Gummies plus free shipping at buytartcherry.com slash Dana. This is their best offer available anywhere. That's buytartcherry.com slash Dana for up to 35% off Tart Cherry Gummies. Buytartcherry.com slash Dana. And now, all of the news you would probably miss. It's time for Dana's Quick Five, brought to you by Caltech. All right, so this sounds like a horrible communist trick, and I don't believe any of it. They say, according to this new te- this new survey, it's from them, I think, in Canada. Soda and chips and hot dogs, they say, can take years off your life. Honestly, have you looked around? Does it, does it, do you want more years on your life? I mean, if this, if this is the way to go, man, this is the way to go. They said, no matter how much junk food you consume, it's never too late to start on doing the damage caused by a poor diet. And they talk about health benefits. And they, it's, it's in the New England Journal of Medicine, if you care. But the whole thing is they decided to rage against they act like people are eating hot dogs in this every day. Nobody's eating hot dogs and all this stuff in this every day. Economy, you gotta. You well, gotta yeah. Do I mean, that's actually a good point. They go eat a handful of nuts every day. Have you seen the cost of almonds? Have you seen it? I mean, I think I could pay rent with a bag of almonds with what that costs. But Golly. it takes the years off your life at the end of your life, like you know, where someone. You else mean lives. when you're all decrepit and desiccated? Yeah, exactly. The time so, when you don't want to live the longest. I think people are okay with it. Yeah, I'm just saying. Also, if we're not going to get smod, death by hot dog seems like you know band name. Death by hot dog. That's a new band name. Death by hot dog. They also say switch to brown rice instead of white rice, which sounds horrible. Eat a cup of beans, lentils, or peas daily. That also sounds horrible. Uh, they said nut butters, a peanut butter or almond butter. I'm all for that if there's a hazelnut in it. To, uh, t- well, hazelnut's a nut butter, so that counts. Nutella counts as healthy here. Shush, shush up about the oils. No one cares. They say more legumes, nuts, and whole grains. All this stuff. Nobody cares. Just, you know what? Eat protein, eat your red meat, and don't be a drunk. That's what you got to do in life, right? Don't do meth. Don't do those things. You're going to be okay. Uh, people who sleep five hours or less a night face higher risk of multiple health problems as they age. 
says a study. So if you're not going to die by hot dog, you'll die by not getting enough sleep at night. They looked at uh, 8,000 civil servants in the UK who had no chronic disease at age 50. And the scientists asked participants to report how much sleep they got for every four to five years for the next 25 years. They said for those whose sleep was tracked at age 50, people who slept five hours or less a night faced 30% higher risk that they would develop multiple chronic diseases over a period of time than those who slept at least seven hours a night. So get your sleep. I'm not going to sit here and read you all the percentages. All you need to know is get your sleep. That's it. Uh, Let's see. A Christian doctor that has 17 years of experience sued the hospital. The hospital sacked her when she asked not to use transgender pronouns because it violates her faith and also because it's not science. Valerie Klusterman worked as a physician's assistant at a Michigan hospital. She'd requested to live in a religious accommodation so she did not have to use transgender pronouns or make referrals for gender transition drugs that fry fry off your beans and frank. Uh, She said that she was denied the request and University of Michigan Health West fired her. They fired her because she believes in science. I mean, if you know, if you think all this is okay, I want you to go right now, you know, as a dude, go and get your, uh, your pap smear. Go on. That'll be fun for you. Go on, throw them feet up in them stirrups. Go ahead, go do it, right? Women, go ahead and get your prostate exam. You know what I'm saying? Just go ahead and go do that. Oh, oh, you can't do that? You mean there's actually biological scientific differences? You can't pretend your penis away? Okay, I mean, golly, who knew? Uh, Let's see, Teletubbies fans are raging on Twitter. Man, I don't know what I think about Teletubbies. That's a mess. That's one of the the most messed up things that Brits ever did to us. They said that. The fans are raging on Twitter because they're rebooting the show and the sun baby has changed. Apparently the baby has hair now and they're mad. I agree. Suns don't have hair. We got more to come. Stick with us. If you want to know what the left's real plan is for your kids, just look at the reaction to the work Patriot Mobile did in multiple school districts in Texas. The left is losing their minds. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative mobile phone provider and a force for conservative values. This is because they take a portion of your bill and fund conservative causes and candidates who believe in the sanctity of life, freedom of speech, the Second Amendment, and they're winning. Patriot Mobile has affordable plans for you, your family, even your business. They offer the same nationwide coverage as the major carriers because they use multiple major networks. Plus, you're supporting conservative values with every call. Visit patriotmobile.com slash Dana or call 972-PATRIOT. Get free activation using offer code Dana. Special discounts are also available for veterans and first responders. Join our movement, make the switch today and a difference tomorrow. Patriotmobile.com slash Dana. That's patriotmobile.com slash Dana, 972-PATRIOT. Stop shop for the information you need to fight back. If you're going to have to learn stuff, you might as well enjoy it. The Dana Show. There's no question why this race is now neck and neck. I focused on the issues you mentioned, especially the economy, crime, and the border with drugs. Gas. Right? Well, gas is part of, to me, the economy, because if you really want to drop inflation, and it's a much less painful way than raising interest rates, allow natural gas to be unleashed in Pennsylvania. Tom Cotton is coming out. Cotton and I were on wellheads just to look at this, but when you say that fracking is a stain on Pennsylvania, which John Fetterman did, and you showed videos of him saying what he actually believes, that's insulting to people who are making their living in that area. Hmm. Yeah. That's uh, Oz discussing, I mean, everything he said is obvious. You know who it is and you know who he was talking about. Welcome back to the program. Dana Lash here with you. Bottom of our second hour. 
and he's uh, he's actually gets getting closer. I was looking at some of the polling data, which I have for you. It's uh, it's getting getting a lot closer. The not just that, but also in Nevada as well. Republicans, if they wanted to win this, they could win it. It's just a matter of how badly do you want to win it. And I don't believe that there are some people in leadership that don't want power because it just means it's less power for them. So, I, you know, it's just, uh, it's interesting, very interesting. But he's doing, I mean, he's, he's starting to pull away. I think his messaging's right here. I also think that people aren't buying the guy who lives in a bougie loft complaining about crudite. He, he knew what it was, at least. All right, so the latest, CBS, Cortez Masto. You have too many names. Adam Laxalt, they're neck and neck. And they, it is. You have too many names. You know who soured me on that? Who? Hillary Rodham Clinton. Oh, yeah. When I was in school, she was Hillary Rodham. And then she's like, oh, my husband's running for president. I've got to find a way to, you know, differentiate myself. So I'm going to be Hillary Rodham Clinton. It's like, you have too many damn names, lady. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Quit trying to hitch up your totally irrelevant maiden name with the name of the governor now. It's just lame. I can't. That always bugged me. So I can't stand it when people have a million names. And if they have to put their maiden name in with it, like you have Trudy Bush Valentine. She uses Bush because you wouldn't know her name as a politician if she didn't use her beer heiress name. That's some nice privilege there. Let me use my heiress name. All the people who came before me and earned all this fortune, that makes my, my race possible. I just, it's like, why do you got to do it? Nobody, because nobody would know who this chick was if she didn't say, oh, Bush Valentine. It's not just Valentine. It's Bush Valentine. That's annoying. So in, uh, like I said, in Nevada, Laxalt and Catherine Cortez Masto are neck and neck. This was a race that everyone, I told you this the other day, it was a race that everybody thought was going to go to Democrats, and now it looks like it's, now it's a toss-up. We need it. It's a toss-up that is, that was newly classified as a toss-up, and uh, I think it could move further. Man, it's going to be really, really close. He is only one point ahead of her, and that's just in the... CBS battleground tracker RCP average has him one point ahead he could still look I'm gonna be real he could still lose during election night I mean it's within the margin of error I don't know what you want me to tell you but he could still lose during election night which just just you know it's just the nature of the game that's why you can't take anything for granted now in addition to this the uh, we went over how the GOP holds uh, leads on key economic issues there was uh, a piece looking at some of the some of the polling, early voting, there's a huge gain for Republicans in early voting in a lot of areas. There's a lot of voter enthusiasm. When you look at 2020 versus 2022, the turnout, that's not, the, it's really the spread that's the biggest, that, that's the most intriguing part of this. And the spread is pretty significant. The data that was, uh, there's a couple of um, data sets that are out there, the GOP margin for early voting and absentee ballot is pretty amazing. Uh, and looking at some of this data, uh, this this is I think from the 19th, so it's yesterday, uh, it's Tuesday and Wednesday. And looking at 20 versus 2022, I mean there's a, there's a pretty significant change in as I said in the in the in the spread, there's a lot of enthusiasm for these Republican candidates, and I think people are just honestly really fed up. Like I'm looking for this, for instance, in California, 
there i mean you're you're looking you're down over almost 10 points in california with democrat voter turnout and it's even greater in some other areas uh in florida democrats have i mean it's 10 points also actually 11 points uh, there's a number of states where Democrat turnout is is pretty poor. In Pennsylvania, it's not as much as in Pennsylvania. It's only a minus six in Pennsylvania. But the spread is very interesting because it went from 14 to, for Republicans, 20. Here's what, there's so many fewer people that turn out for midterm elections, which I always find infuriating because everybody has a gripe with government, but so few people actually show up to do anything about it. You get the government you've, you turn out for. Now, a couple of other things. There are apparently a lot of Democrats that are just outright refusing to debate Republicans. <laughs> shocker, shocker. Uh, a lot of them. They've, they've been, have you noticed, there have been like fights just to, I think they had one in Pennsylvania. Uh, they had the one in, well, no, they've been trying to make it happen in Pennsylvania. They had the one in Georgia. And uh, I think that Walker prevailed in that. But in Ohio, they're knocked down drag outs. I can see why. Now, speaking of Pennsylvania, Fetterman has been flip-flopping on fracking. Now, he said in 2018, and I quote, I don't support fracking at all, and I never have. And then last Thursday, quote from NBC, I support fracking. I've always supported it. Was it the roll on his neck that gave the previous quote? For real. Speaking of, you know, death by hot dog, um, he'd said, I mean, again, 2018, direct quote, I don't support fracking at all, and I never have. Last Thursday, I support fracking. I've always supported it. How, how are you reconciling those two? I mean, he legit said, here's his quote. This is 2018. This was a CNN interview, by the way. So this is CNN that came out with us. CNN said they quoted him as saying, I don't support fracking at all, and I never have. I've signed the No Fossil Fuels Money Pledge. I've never received a dime from any natural gas or oil company whatsoever. And it wasn't just him saying that on video in 2018. There are a lot of, um, he apparently is in a lot of places talking about how much he doesn't like fracking. Yeah, let's go ahead, because he hates the fracking. Listen. I don't support fracking uh, at all, and I never have. Um, yeah, I called for a moratorium on fracking. There's no such thing as a green fracker. I I'm not pro-fracking. 2016 fracking moratorium pledge that Fetterman signed for an environmental watchdog group, as well as a 2016 tweet he sent while running for U.S. Senate. I don't uh, support fracking. I, I think it's something that has to eventually go away. I don't support fracking. I never have. Oh, but he now he's saying, guys, just this week, he's like, no, no, you guys are wrong. I told, I love fracking. Love fracking. Love the fracking is what he's saying. He didn't support it though. Yeah, he didn't. This is kind of different what Biden's doing on domestic oil production, like what he said yesterday. But um, yeah, he actually in 2016, when he was doing, I think it wasn't he doing it. Ask me anything on Reddit. And he said that uh, fracking was a, quote, stain on Pennsylvania, end quote. Yep. Oh, but he loves that fracking now. As long as, he, as you, if, soon as you give him the vote, he's going to go back to hating it. But he loves the fracking right now. I always support it, as long as it's done environmentally sound. No, he's never said that. No, he hates the fracking. But, you know, 
He really, I mean, he really hates it. But whatever it takes to win, right? I mean, that's what Democrats don't like to acknowledge. Whatever it takes to win. Okay. I'm just saying. I just, you know, it is what it is. It is what it is. So I don't think people are buying that. I don't think anybody's buying him on that. They really aren't. Now, in addition to this, the uh, you know that doctor, they gave him the, uh, it wasn't medical records. It was the letter that is, the doctor's a campaign donor. <laughs> yeah, Dr. Clifford Chen said that uh, Fetterman is significantly improved. They kept, the campaign kept calling it a medical report. It wasn't. It was a general practitioner who's like, yeah, that's, uh, he's totally fine. He's, uh, it's totally great. Yeah, he's a uh, yeah, political athlete. Fetterman's like, this isn't about politics. It's about a detailed medical report written by a general practitioner that doesn't give any medical information out and is pretty vague. The guy donated to, to uh, Fetterman's campaign, though. I'm sure that a campaign donor has no vested interest in making sure that the candidate that's running has a clean... I'm sure there's no, right, Kane? That's not uh, not sus at all. Yeah, it's totally not sus. And if you think it is, you're probably racist or something, isn't that? Or you're ableist, right? Isn't that the new thing? I want to come up with some ist words, too. I feel left out. What are some ist words I could say? Stupidest? Yeah, that's really good. That's the stupidest. So a, yeah. They have so much stupidity. It's a privilege. Right. Because people feel bad for them. Um, yeah, I want some. I want to use some ist words. <laughs> I am I'm not just his doctor, I'm also a donor. <laughs> Golly, I can't even. It's just something else. Uh, out of Missouri, the Missouri Independent, they said this is intimidation. They, uh, they were going after the AG. Missouri AG also sent five requests for emails. So this is what ended up happening. Missouri State University, uh, there's an associate professor there, and the guy, the professor is John Turner, and he's not shy on his social media. It's filled with articles that he shares about education, etc. And they go, but occasionally. I love how occasionally he's doing a lot of heavy lifting here. They say occasionally, not all the time, every second, you know, maybe. They say Turner gets into politics, especially with a, uh, especially after Eric Schmidt, the AG, began suing and subpoenaing and, and, and issuing subpoenas and investigating public schools after all the CRT stuff. He's doing this at, you know, from parents. And they, they said that the way that the Missouri Independent writes this, they say Sh- Schmidt launched a platform for parents. Parents actually launched it and Schmidt got involved. They wanted to report divisive curriculum divisive curriculum they're talking about crt that's teaching marxism as actual legitimate academic thought and the issue is that turner's mad because schmidt is helping to empower parents and so john turner who is so obsessed now that he's getting his 15 minutes of fame like he's, I mean, clearly he's had issues where he didn't get enough attention as a child. And now he's getting all this attention now as an adult with his stupid political tweets. And he's so excited about it. And he's like, oh, our attorney general is so anti-teacher. I just can't wrap my r- mind around it. Because see, in the minds of these very simple people, they believe that if you don't agree with them 100%, then you're anti-teacher. Because John Turner is a professor. If you disagree with him, you're anti-teacher. So, I mean, so that by going by his remark, going by his, you know, his uh, measure, 
if you hate or if you disagree with parents, you hate them. So he said um, he thinks that the apparently there was a, a request that people were asking for Turner's emails through the through the AG's office. Someone in the AG's office was asking for his well. He is at Missouri State University. If you're teaching CRT and your institution receives public funds, you just opened yourself up to, I mean, if you didn't want, I mean, that's, and that has nothing to do with speed. That's our dollars. That's the taxpayer dollars. Who the hell do you think you are that you can just sit here and grift off of everybody's taxpayer dollars and not have any accountability for it? If you don't want to have any accountability for it, then fund it yourself. Good grief. that, but they're mad at him because he's acting on behalf of parents. Don't make your taxpayers mad, professors, and you won't have a problem. Those are the taxpayers, right? The people that you like to pretend that you listen to when you go on about a democracy, but you know you don't support anything of it. Never run out of coffee by joining the club with Black Rifle Coffee Company. Black Rifle Coffee Company was built upon the mission to serve coffee and culture to people who love America. As a veteran-owned company, Black Rifle Coffee Company delivers on that promise by developing explosive roast profiles with the same mission focus learned as members of the military, and they're committed to supporting veterans, law enforcement, and first responders. When you join the coffee club, you select your perfect roast, how much coffee you want, and how often you want it delivered, and it's all shipped right to your door for free. Not only do you save a trip to the store, but you also receive special discounted pricing. You gain access to exclusive products and partner brand discounts. Not sure what roast is best for you? Take the Black Rifle Coffee Quiz and get matched to the perfect coffee roast and then join the club. Visit BlackRifleCoffee.com slash Dana to save 20% off your purchase in your first coffee club order. That's 20% off with promo code Dana at BlackRifleCoffee.com slash Dana. Fuel your life with America's coffee. Black Rifle Coffee. It's his life mission to make bad decisions. It's time for Florida Man. Delray Beach, Florida. According to the CBS affiliate there, Channel 12, it took two tries, but police say they managed to get a confession after they were called over to an overnight loitering and prowling incident about 3.40 in the morning. The suspect was walking erratically within the center of the roadway. Uh, his name is Benjamin Marine. He advised that he was attempting to walk. He, he said he was trying to walk home, but he wasn't using the sidewalk. And they said that when they were speaking to him, they observed a tool bag and a toolkit in plain view and that he that he was holding in his hands when they asked why he was carrying the tools. He could not provide a reasonable explanation. They said he looked impaired, like he was on some kind of unknown narcotic and that he had a fresh cut on the palm of his hand, and they said he left his home to go for a long walk, took his toolkit with him for unknown reasons. His resident was over a mile from where he was located, and he couldn't explain why he had the toolkit, blah, blah, blah. Long story short, his girlfriend had blocked him and decided to break up with him, and so he was going to force entry into her home. He would had a toolkit, and he was going to go break into her house. Walking around in the middle of the street, you know, right there just begging to be questioned gonna take his toolkit so he was arrested uh and that that article went way too long cbs 12 needs to learn how to write stories uh over at uh this is uh, another florida woman oh boy this comes by way of channel 10 uh a woman released a swarm of bees on sheriff's deputies they tried to serve an eviction notice i've heard of p i mean is that her stand this is like some anime. So she decides to release a bunch of bees on sheriff's deputies. They tried to serve an eviction notice. She was facing multiple assault and battery charges as well. 
They, uh, she and protesters maintained they were trying to prevent a wrongful eviction. And the homeowner brought evidence of a bankruptcy state to court. And they decided to set some bees loose. I think that's kind of mean. Because, you know, these are, you know, bees. We need to, hundreds of bees causing them to swarm. Apparently one deputy was stung. They were arrested. Good heavens. A Florida man sent disciples of democracy death threats to what he viewed as capital rioters. A former firefighter posed as an assassin squad targeting Trump supporters. I'm sure he's not going to be investigated at all. Uh, Dennis Bass, 67-year-old Broward County firefighter who's retired. He pled guilty in federal court in Miami a Tuesday this week. He was mailing threatening letters to January 6th defendants across three states. He faces up to five years in prison. I think that some of the unlawful paraders got more. Just FYI. We have our third hour on the way. Don't go anywhere. Energy philosopher and author Alex Epstein joins me to discuss why America's leaders must adopt an energy freedom policy to ensure we have the fuel we need to grow our families and communities. I'm Sarah Carter. On the latest Sarah Carter Show, I'll also break down a whistleblower report that claims the FBI has voluminous evidence of Hunter Biden's crooked actions in Ukraine and China. Follow the Sarah Carter Show at Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. I don't hear. Can you speak louder? <laughs> what is your response to Republicans who say you are only doing this SPR release because, to help Democrats in the midterms? Where have they been the last four months? That's my response. Really? Where have they been the last four months? They've been trying to get you to have more domestic drilling to open up stuff. That's where they've been the past several months. Welcome back to the program. Third hour of the show. Dana Lash here with you this Thursday. And that's where they've been the past several. That's a stupid response. Well, where have they been? Like right here. Are you so like feeble and weak-minded that you can't even see that? Good grief. You need to smell them. Is that why? I don't know. The that's they've they've been trying to get him and his administration to open up drilling more. I mean, good heavens. This is what... That's not an answer either. It's not an answer at all. Well, where have they been at for the whatever? Where are they? Well, So he's saying this is 100% his fault, where we are. Because clearly if Republicans didn't involve themselves, it's all on Biden. All on him. There you go. All on him. So this... uh, I don't... This was a good question too. Audio soundbite three, just for because they were he was talking to Corinne Jean Pierre about oil and about uh, well, I mean some of the stuff that they had said yesterday where they were going after some of these refineries. Listen to this Q and A. So you're asking oil companies to further lower gas prices. What makes you think that they are going to listen to an administration that is ultimately trying to put them out of business? How, how is the administration trying to put them out of business? Well, they produce fossil fuels, and this president says he wants to end fossil fuel. Yeah, that's true. I mean, he has, that's true. So, what, I mean, how are these firms going to listen, and he's right, to an administration that wants to put them out of business? I mean, what, what makes them think that any that any of these firms are going to listen what makes what make i mean it's just it's silly to think about it what makes them think that they have to listen especially with, on the refinery issue i mean we went over that in depth yesterday hmm record profits you're sitting on record profits 
audio soundbite too. You're sitting on record profits, and we're there. There, I I'm mystified as to the second half of his remark here. Listen, do all companies is this? You're sitting on record profits, and you're and we're giving you more certainty, so you can act now to increase oil production now. The problem isn't oil production. The problem is refining it. I mean, oil production's an issue, yeah, for sure. But the other problem is Democrats have opposed refineries, creation of and all this stuff for forever. The expansion, they, they won't, they're, they're not giving them any certainty. When you're sitting here telling the industry that you're going to destroy it, that's, that's not, that does not want to make people, investors, do, drop billions of dollars into this. It, doesn't want to, it, it makes it to where nobody wants to invest. This isn't rocket science. Sitting on record profits. You know who made it more expensive? Who made oil more expensive? You did. By, by throttling supply. And then now OPEC's not helping. But you're not, he's not helping either. Now instead of any kind of domestic production, it's kicking it to Venezuela. You had two refineries in the Midwest. We talked about this last week. We talked about it earlier this week. Everybody should know this by now. Nobody's going to invest in a refinery. You know, you're looking at half a billion dollars. It's ridiculous how much. Actually, it's more than that. It's a couple of billion dollars to get these things up and running. They, they're, they're, there haven't been any new refineries created because it's not a good investment when you have the administration telling everybody that they're going to ruin oil and gas. So why would you spend that much money? into any of this what certainty is he given the only certainty that he's given is that he's going to tank the industry that's the only certainty that he's given he's going to tank it to where you don't even you're not even able to have any kind of transition to any sort of green grift it's just asinine there's no so no there's no certainty surely people have to realize this i don't know maybe they don't but good heavens now Switching gears, Rachel Levine, who is the deputy, whatever, over at Health and Human Services. He's what? He's the deputy. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's overweight. I think he's, he's, well, he's overweight and he has mental issues, but he wants to dictate health to you. Audio soundbite eight, he's defending minor transgender surgeries. He calls them medical therapies. Let's be real. Now, it's very important to note that the fact that the appropriateness of a range of medical treatments, evaluations, and treatments of people who are transgender and transgender youth is thoroughly grounded in medical research. And we do not lead state laws and actions that dictate principles of transgender medical care by us, pediatric experts, many at our nation's outstanding children's hospital, including Stanford Children's Hospital. Hmm. Studies clearly show that gender-affirming care results in positive mental health outcomes. These health services are medically necessary services for youth. No, they're not. And gender-affirming care is medically necessary, safe, and effective. It's it's none of those things. It's absolutely none of those things. It's not necessary. It's not safe, nor is it effective. The end. It's not. It's not any of those things. The fact that you have this individual HHS shows me we don't need an HHS. I don't, I mean, we really don't. You don't need an HHS at this point. You just don't. This, um, I, I, this idea that, because he's talking about not just any kind of therapies, he's talking also about any kind of transgender surgeries as well, and it's, none of this is medically necessary. But this is their, their, what they're insisting that it be classified as. I mean, I just don't, it's just wild to me. 
absolutely wild. It's it's abusive. It is abusive. I had to play that soundbite for you. I have a couple of other things to hit too. Uh, in all of this, the let's get to the this yes. So today and yesterday, they the CDC was voting as to whether or not they're going to incorporate the. I don't want to say vaccine, the injection for kids, for minors, if they're going to incorporate that as part of the uh, immunization schedule for kids going to school. Because if they can make that part of the mandate, you know, your kid would have to have the injection even though they don't need it. And that's the demographic that is least affected by the virus. And all the fatalities, as we talked about, that Fauci had said occurred were people that had serious comorbidities, every one of them. So if they make this, if they mandate this, that means what public schools kids would have to have the injection. Although I think they said it was going to be something determined state by state in their meeting yesterday. But what it does do is further limit any kind of liability that they might face as a result of it being part of this schedule. There's some, you know, legal maneuvering there, but this is, you know, that's kind of part and parcel of it so i i don't know i i I don't even know why they're why they want to add this in here when it doesn't do anything to the demographic that it says it's going to do well that's uh, that's it i mean it's not providing anybody any immunity and when you have the chicken pox vaccine what does that do actually it does provide immunity to the pharmaceutical companies from liability they're immune from liability as soon as it gets on the children's schedule and that's why they're pushing this so hard yeah well but it but think about the other stuff that they have on the schedule when you have uh like the chicken pox vaccine that that actually provides an immunity the polio vaccine that actually provides an immunity all the stuff that they have on there actually actually confers immunity what does this do Will you get, oh, you'll get, will you get banned on Facebook if you say that it doesn't? So stupid. This society, honestly, I'm, I'm past the point in, in believing that the people on this planet are even worthy of being saved from the sweet meteor of death at this point. Because this is just so ridiculous. Oh, we're just going to do it for optics anyway. We're going to, we're going to demand that your kids get it. Remember back during uh, the, I think, I guess we were in the middle of the, the throes of the school shutdown. They did that survey to determine where the biggest rates of transmission were occurring. And what they discovered is that the rates of transmission were actually the lowest in schools, but they were the highest in places like the supermarket. And then the only reason that people were were contracting this at school is they were adults. It was adults who would have home get togethers, et cetera. And then they've gotten that's how that's how this was happening. So it's just it's it's goofy. It's goofy. And it doesn't actually confer any kind of there's no actual immunity here that's given from this but they're going to be they're going to protect themselves so there you have it we uh i have a couple of other things to get into as well including the cost of a public toilet in san francisco oh, man. man that must be some toilet did you guys hear about this <laughs> so this is it's the San Francisco, I'm pulling this up. It's San Francisco Chronicle. I was trying to find a better photo of it. It's amazing. It's the, uh, 
they they yesterday they gathered at the Noe Valley Square to congratulate them so to congratulate themselves on uh, acquiring state money for a toilet on the plaza, right? Now, one toilet. one toilet. I'm looking at this thing. And can I just be real? It's like, a, what's so great about this plaza? It looks kind of shabby. So they said that, uh, I can't even believe this. It's a public toilet. They say it's a city that have far too few of them. Why would you need a public toilet when you can just defecate in the street with all the needles? Right. I don't know. The toilet is one toilet in 150 square feet of space. You guys want to know how much it's going to cost? More than that. It's cost the same as a single family home what? in San Francisco. And it's not going to be ready to be used until 2025 because it takes that long to build a toilet, apparently. $1.7 million. $1.7 million for a toilet. They said that the plumbing is there and it was added when the plaza was constructed six years ago, but they never had any money for the actual toilet. <sighs> they said that it's not just the people turning the wrenches who get the money. Everybody gets a piece of the pie, which is why it's so expensive. You have to have the contractors who get a piece of the pie and all these other people who get a piece of the pie. The architects, you have to have an architect. There are two architects working on this, on a toilet. It's a toilet. They said that it's, um, wow, a company called the Public Restroom Company installed seven bathrooms in L.A. for what San Francisco is paying for one. And in L.A., each of their bathrooms have two stalls. This is just an toilet. That's all it is. Just one toilet. $1.7 million. I can't. Now you know why it's so expensive there. That's why. There's a new report out that apparently the administration is funding drag queen performances in Ecuador, according to Bill Malugin. The administration is looking at through the State Department. It's an award of more than $20,000 to an Ecuadorian cultural center to host drag theater performances in the name of diversity and inclusion. I'm so glad that I pay so much in tax for entitled people like the Bidens to spend my money and your money on this garbage. It's asinine. So $20,600 grant to be used by a cultural... Use your own damn money to fund your stuff. You don't need our money to do your freak shows. Use your... Yeah, it is. You got a problem with it? Use your money. I'm so tired of this stuff. When, When people chose to die on the hill of bringing kids to drag shows, I stopped viewing them as anything other than freaks. When you, when they did that, that's when that's when all reason went out the door. That's just why why there's no need for our tax dollars for this. Uh, used car prices have recorded the largest decline so far over the last uh, purchasing a used vehicle. This is since the since the financial crisis began. They said 2023 could be the year of the deal. Auction giant Mannheim found that wholesale used vehicle prices in the first 15 days of October recorded the most significant year-over-year decline of 10.4% since January of 09. It's pretty bad. The uh, Well, we talked about this before, used car prices. Apparently, grinning is winning. I hate these people. Smiling makes you feel happier and more confident. It also makes you look like a psycho. 
You look like the Joker. Tell this to the Joker. They pulled 2,000 British people looking into how far positivity can spread. They said three and four people agree that a simple smile from someone else brightens their day. You people are sad. Sad. Looks like that's psycho. People who smile abnormally are weird. You're so jaded. I'm not. It's just psycho. That's what the Joker looks like when he smiles like that. It's weird, and you know it. Just admit it. They said 28% value it so much they feel being on the receiving end of a grin is worth more than a gift. These people are super sad. That is so, yeah, nothing is as good as that. I'm sorry. U.S. saw record home record drop in home sales in September. You're going to own nothing and be happy. Uh, recession fears hit risky mortgage debt amid default concerns. People are worried, understandably. Uh, also, this is couple of things here the apparently memories specific memories can be erased while you sleep using a simple sound cue method yeah like uh yeah memories can be erased while you sleep like looking at the video of the the uh one dude who's in drag dancing at the uh plano kids brunch kids drag show brunch i could have that memory erased i'd be all right with that ebay pulled the jeffrey dahmer halloween costume because it was weird and people, there was an outcry from family. We got a lot more on the way. Stick with us. Politics, pop culture, and whatever else gets canceled, tossed in a blender, paid for by sponsored hate mail. It's the Dana Show. The one thing we've seen during the abortion debate that's unfolded is that most of these white Republican men have no idea how a baby's actually Do made. they even know how to make a baby? Like, I don't think they no do. no idea what and they're talking kids. about. Uh, you know, and, and I'd, I'd love to see what his take is on Herschel Walker, by the way, talking about paying for abortions out there. Mm. Yeah, they are incredibly desperate. Here's the first off. That's MSNBC. Nobody cares about any of these people. Uh, they, they don't know how babies are made because you know how babies are made. You just all of a sudden there's a baby. Oh. They're no fault of your own. Oh, dang. That's how babies are made. You didn't know that? That is how it is done, ladies and gentlemen. It's done like that. That's how. That's how they're done. So, so they're all immaculate conceptions. Yeah, because it's you, you can't you can't tell women that they're or men that they're responsible for creating life. It just happens. That's why men don't get a choice in it. The whole my body, my choice thing. They don't get a choice in it because it just happens to the woman. You didn't know that. That's what. That's that's the whole. Yeah. You just. It's like you're walking down the street. And maybe you like stub your toe on the sidewalk and there's a baby. What? Is that just like that. Is that how it works? Because I'm starting to believe that the left doesn't have a clue. How no, no, no. Make. That's science, Kane. Are you a biologist? Really? Because I feel like you're not. I feel and as though I've stubbed my toe a lot. I mean, I know you're a parent, but that's you're wrong. And uh, never ended up pregnant. Yeah, you didn't end up pregnant because you probably didn't stub your toe on a sidewalk or something. No. I don't know. I can't explain why you didn't get pregnant. It's weird. Um, you know, but you're not a biologist. So that's true. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, all right. Welcome back to the show. We are on air. And uh, it's, uh, as I said, it's good to be with you this Thursday here coming at the bottom of our bottom hour of our third hour. I'm just sorry. I'm just trying to go over because I think there's more ways than just walking down the sidewalk too. Sorry, I'm just like going through that in my mind. I think there's more ways than just that because they clearly everything that we were taught in school was wrong. 
all the biology, all you women who have had babies who are listening in the audience, no, you just know. You don't know. You have no idea what it is to have a. You don't know any of that. So they're they're trying to frame that all these pregnancies, you know, that ended up in abortions were just accidents and not carelessness. Is that what they're trying to? Say? Yeah, through no fault or choice of the of the woman, it just ended up. I mean, you can't have forced labor, forced baby carrying. Isn't that what it's? Who would it? What was the word someone used to me? I don't think I had. Someone said it was. Uh, you can't force someone to have a kid or something like that. I'm like, I, how does that even? How does that even work? That no one's for. So I mean, I guess that's the. You know, you're being forced through, because of the accident. You didn't decide to engage in any kind of behavior at all whatsoever that would result in conception. So. I know that that's look I know that that's what we were taught but clearly it was wrong just like men can have babies and uh, a, basically a saline solution can transfer immunity of a virus to you uh, I mean there's all kinds of crazy stuff that's now true that never was true before but now it is mm. we've gone through another you know how we went through the awakening everyone said oh it's the enlightenment period it's the great awakening this is the sleepening. We're all going back to sleep. The lulling. The lulling. This is the lulling period. Just, I mean, these people don't know how to have babies. Apparently you don't either. Heaven help. Keep your knees kissing until you do. I mean, that's my advice to you. Go their, to heaven. Their version of science is slowly becoming more like a religion. Where it's like, oh, if you don't, if you don't believe in our science then you're just, you know, a heretic or whatever. Mm. Um, I, don't, I think we should have a separation of science and state. You would think. That'd be nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you would you would think so. Separation of science and state. No, I don't, I, I don't know. I just, um, who knows? Let's just let everything go. Let's, you know, sure, whatever. It can be, and then you, but then you have to live with the consequences of your made-up policies. You have to live with those. But that's the thing they don't want to. They don't want to do that. Uh, let's see here. This, I just saw this headline and it made me mad. I don't know why. American Airlines is discontinuing first class section to prioritize business class. I'm going to tell you something. When I fly, I work my butt off. I work my butt off for a million different people. And we work with limited resources. And I work hard. And when I fly, I do not want to be sitting because I always have to work on my flights. I don't want to have to sit here and fight to open up my tiny little laptop with the tray and all that stuff. If I, I work, I don't mind myself paying to upgrade my seat or paying to get a first class seat if there's one available. I don't mind doing it. I am very Dagny Taggart about this. I don't feel bad about it at all. Mwah. I don't. But they're discontinuing. What did we just talk about yesterday? What did you just say yesterday about the seats, Kane? Oh, yeah. No, they're getting smaller. They're all getting smaller. It looks like they're continuing that trend. They said they're sh they're shaking up their premium cab. I, this is just shenanigans. They are phasing out their first class cabin to focus on business class. I honestly don't. Can I just if there's a first class and then the business class on the same flight, what is the difference? Nothing. What is the? I honestly don't know. Any of you people who fly a lot, what is the difference between that? I don't know. I'm just like, I need the leg room and I need to be able to like open stuff up. The, the thing for me is space because I work, 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 work. Um, and, and then sometimes I want the space because I need to sleep because I'll take a red eye somewhere. 
and I I have to be able to sleep. Sometimes, like on some of the days before lockdown when I was flying around, I would literally be rolling into the studio in like two hours of sleep on a plane. They work me to death. So I'd be like on a red, red eye. I'm not kidding. I'd be like on a red eye and I'd be flying in. I'm like, oh my gosh. And I'd have to, you know, that's why I'm like, I don't feel bad about Ha- about doing a first class seat. I don't feel like it's bougie. I don't care. I work my butt off. But here's what I don't understand. So they said, so here's their, their chief commercial officer. They confirmed the move to investors on their earnings call this morning. And they said that on the Boeing 777, the first class is not going to exist. They said that their customers aren't buying it. The quality of business of the business class seat has improved so much that they said that they're they're going to remove it so they can provide more business class seats, which is what our customers most want and are most willing to pay for. Well, those people suck because I disagree with you. What's the difference? Hang on. Let me look at this difference between. I think there's a, obviously a little more room with the first class compared to business. You think? I know that, that's yeah. That's the thing. They're shrinking the seats. So in other words, they're replacing Jeez. the larger seats in first class with the smaller business class seats so they can fit more seats into the plane. It's about revenue. They said, so first class isn't always available for certain fi- flights. Business class stands in as most premium. So it's just, really, that's it. There's nothing else. They said that maybe, oh, because I, I don't really think that they have more leg room. You might get a complimentary nasty pillow and a nasty complimentary blanket. Would you hear some lice? <laughs> You're welcome. Did you ever use those? I don't use them. Do you use those? I have my own, man. You ought to see me when I fly. It's ridiculous. Because you guys know I was a germaphobe until the lockdown happened. And then after that, I just didn't care because I hated everything and I didn't trust anybody. So I wanted all the germs. But I, one thing I will not do, I ain't going to use your nasty pillow. I will wipe down my headrest. I'm not going to use your nasty blanket either. I got my own. Thank you. And I like have it all wrapped up. It's nuts. You don't even know where it comes from. It's like a Harry Potter bag. Just like all comes out. So I don't, because I, I saw that they started doing the group one and group what I, I do you all, are you like me? Am I just like being crabby about this? I hate lining up according to group. Like cattle. I can't stand that. I've flown too damn much to have to sit there and stand like a toddler in a line. The problem is there's really no better alternative. Yeah, there is. To load the plane. Be like, do you know what you're doing? Do you know why you're here? If you do, go ahead and get up and get ready to board. If you don't, sit the hell down. That's Someone will walk you through it. Something tells me that system has failures. That's how it would work on Dana Airlines. Oh. Yeah, Dana Airlines, where you get no snacks because you're nasty. I don't need You're going to get it all over the floor. <laughs> <laughs> where do I buy tickets on Dana's Airlines? <laughs> I want that. You don't get tickets. We give them to you if we want you to fly. <laughs> and then we'll tell you where to go. Oh, you're wearing flip-flops and leggings with a crop top? Get your ass back in steerage until <laughs> you can learn how to dress like a responsible person going out in public. Come on. Does this look like a Hooters? No? Okay, get back in steerage. I think I would be, I think I would operate a very successful airlines. Yeah. And then I wouldn't have, uh, I really, I, I mean, I, I would push for privatization of airline security and then I would have like some guy named, uh, I don't know, Duke sitting in the front seat, right? When you walk in totally gun on him, like he couldn't fly during the flight or he couldn't fire it during the flight. Cause it'd punch a hole through the aluminum. But he's got one anyway. He'll pistol whip you with it if you get if you get froggy, you know. And he's just there to keep the peace, right? 
We'll, we, you know, we'll go through just we'll we'll have our own security so we don't have to do the TSA stuff and not everybody's got to get their Jimmy's felt and all that stuff. We're not going to do that. But that's how we're going to that's how we're going to have it. And then the drink selection on Dana Airlines is going to be this. Do you want water? Here's a bot, little baby bottle of water. We're not giving you coffee because it's going to suck on this flight. If you want good coffee, then you better bring your own because this is going to be swill. It's basically someone used it as mouthwash and spit it back in the pot. So, oh, sorry. Was that that one guy? What's his face? The guy who pretended a report from the war zone and CNN or whatever? Him? Is he the only person who does that? What's his face? Oh, the, old uh, me- the old mean guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't, anyway. Can't it's Friday. It's, it's my Friday, technically. Uh, so, this, so that's how I would do it on my airlines. And then uh, the other drinks that you want. Do you want wine? No, you're not getting wine. You're not getting wine on this flight. Does this look like a wine type of flight, Karen? No, it doesn't. So you can have some water or you can have I'll, you can have a little bottle of Jack Daniels. That's it. Okay. This isn't fancy. Don't be like, the, this is not like full bar like a Chuck E. Cheese, okay? It's just you get this. This en- is what you get. Enjoy the tepid attitude. <laughs> Dana Airlines. <laughs> oh, yeah. And And here's the other thing. This is like my biggest pet peeve because it's not going to be international flights because I hate everybody else. That's not America. So what we're going to, how we're going to roll, how we're going to do this is that, yeah, you, if you are, a, if you are a grande size, you better get prepared to purchase two seats yep. because we're not going to allow you to roll into someone else's seat. It's not going to happen. So that's the other rule. The other, the other big thing that gets me is that when I tell you that you, the, the uh, storage ahead above, uh, you can put your bag in there and then put something else under your seat. If you try to put the thing that goes under your seat in the overhead storage bin, I'm going to throw it off the plane. Wow. I'm going to take it right out of the bin. And I'm going to throw it the hell out of the tarmac. That's what's going to happen. Have you seen people do this? They do it all the time. That's how it's going to work on Dana Airlines. That's how it'll work. So come and fly with us if we want you. Dana Airlines. Well, you'll get there, but you won't be happy about it. <laughs> Sorry. You want to fly, don't you? You want to be a frequent flyer. <laughs> That's how I'd run it. I'd fly it. That sounds great. Love that. That's how all of it needs to be. That's the slogan right there. We'll get you there, but you're not going to be happy about it. You know what? And your happiness is not our priority. Right. Getting you there in one pieces. I don't care if you're happy. <laughs> Suck it up, buttercup. We're it- unconcerned with your <laughs> happiness. Athena <laughs> <Dana> Airlines. <laughs> Do I have to do the whole thing with the with the safety? Dem- Nobody watches that. Nobody watches the safety demonstration. Uh, no, if the plane goes down, all of this is meaningless. You're going to die. That's the safety demonstration. There you go. <laughs> Our seatbelt sign never works. Because they don't matter. Airline. You're literally in the air in a tube. Feel free to walk about the cabin at any point in the flight. <laughs> But stay away from the from the from the uh, the captain's door. Otherwise, Duke will pistol whip you right. by the bathrooms. Right. By the way, if you look messy, you're not going to use the bathroom because you're going to be the person that leaks all over the floor and makes the whole thing smell like urine. Stop, Dana Airlines. <laughs> oh man! Listen to the Dana Show live on the Odyssey app, weekdays noon to three p.m. Eastern Time. Mm. I told Kane I just wanted to talk about my uh, airlines some more. Dana Airlines. We we were we. He wants to get a, the little soundbite thingy that signals that you you're free to move about the cabin. Except mine wouldn't say that. I'd, right. Yeah, it wouldn't. It wouldn't be. I that. envision like uh, if there's an event of the cabin pressure, you know, an issue with cabin pressure, an AR-15 will drop out of the ceiling. 
Yeah. I mean, you know, well, what is it they say when the oxygen thing comes out? That's just to make you happy before you crash into a mountain. Yeah. No one's really sure if it's connected to real oxygen or not. Put on this face hugger. I mean, sorry, the oxygen mask. And then they're like, then put two years first and then do the person next to you. (laughs) Stacey Abrams is all about that one because it's always some old lady and a kid. And the old lady secures her first. Hers first, and then she looks at the kid and figures... Stacey Abrams would be, like, taking her mask and putting it on her face and taking the kid's mask and putting it on her face. Double the oxygen back, because screw them kids, right? They're the prob- They're the reason that gas prices are so high in the first place. <sighs> anyway. All right, so we have uh, today's stupidity here in just a moment. But also, as I was telling you, so tomorrow I'm going to be out. I'm traveling, doing some... Doing some, uh, some still work. It's not a day vacation. I'm still doing some work. Uh, but uh, going to be uh, helping, you know, just doing some fundraiser stuff for some people who are embattled. Oh, I'm totally partisan about, and I'm very transparent about where I stand on, on issues, so y'all know. Uh, but I will be back behind the mic with you on Monday. So if the world melts down, uh, our brother Sergio is going to be in tomorrow. So, and we all know that you love him. So... Uh, today in stupidity, Mr. Kane. All right, it's got to be those uh, intellectually anemic human beings oh, at MSNBC. They're my favorite. They uh, talk about white Republican men somehow don't know how babies are made. I guess this just scored political points with their viewers or listeners. The one thing we've seen during the abortion debate that's unfolded is that most of these white Republican men have no idea how a baby's actually made. Do they made. even know how to make a like, baby? I don't think they no do. No idea what and they're talking about. Uh, you know, and, and I'd, I'd love to see what his take is on Herschel Walker, by the way, talking about paying for abortions. Out- yeah. Something he's denied, you mean? Yeah, I mean, you guys still keep making that up, but whatever. It's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it is, you know, what it is. I just, I really don't think that they understand. Are they biologists? Because I don't think that they are. No. Uh, yeah, we that's need to what book I thought. them on Dana Air. <gasps> oh, my gosh. Bing, you're not free to move about the cabin. Sit down and shut up. See, there you That's how it works. I love my airlines, by the way. I've just, I'm all, I think I want, I want to get shirts made of that. Dana Airlines. We'll get you there in one piece, but you're not going to be happy about it. <laughs> That's our slogan. Folks, that does it for us. Have a great night. Back behind the mic with you on Monday.